Shalom Aleichem, dear friends. We are fast approaching the unbelievable Chag of Pesach, of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. In the Haggadah Shal Pesach, we're up to Vayardu Mitzrayim. And they descended to Mitzrayim, Vayered Mitzrayim, that Yaakovinu descended down to Mitzrayim, forced according to Hashem's bidding. There seems to be a contradiction in this. Which one is it? If it's according to Hashem's utterance, if Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, go over there, do this, do that, he says to Avram Avinu, Lech lecha la'artzecha, Lech lecha, go from where you are, la'artzecha, to the land that I will show you. So, is that called onus? He's forced? It's, uh, he's going because Hashem told him to go? He wants to go. On the other hand, if it's onus, if it's, if it's forced, so then it's not because of the Dibur, it's because he's forced. So which one is it? So, in Pshat, we understand that it means that Yaakov had to go, there was a famine in the land. But he was told by Hashem, when he stopped in Beersheba, so he, so he sees in the vision that Hashem says to him, I'm going to go with you, don't worry, and you'll come out. And uh, so that's, that's, that would be the Alpiyadji, where that would be in Pshat. But the Vilna Gon, Maral brings a Midrash, the Vilna Gon explains that the is it's like a it's like a a cow like a para that had to be brought down to 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 a certain area. Aral's and Gvur's Hashem So the cow now the cow to take a cow to bring it to this particular area you'd have to tie a giant rope around its neck, drag it, screaming, kicking. It doesn't want to go to this area. So. What does a smart master do instead of doing that? He takes his, the, the, the cow's calf and he walks him to over there and the cow follows because the cow goes after the calf. So too, says the Midrash, that Yaakovinu was fit to be dragged down there in chains of metal, of, of barzel, of iron, in iron chains. But instead... Hashem caused it to come about in such a way that he should come in with uh, with in in, a, in expression of love and th- through bringing his son down to Mitzrayim and the famine and the missing of his, of Yosef his beloved son all those years all that together caused Yaakov to leave Eretz Yisrael to go over there so it means so so what's the resolution the resolution is. There was a gzera by the Melech. The Hashem knew it must be this way no matter what. And if Yaakov Avinu will refuse, if for some reason it's not going to work out, it doesn't make any difference. This was not an option. This was a decree. This was something that Yaakov Avinu would be dragged down there in chains if that's what it took. Because it's an absolute. It's a gzera sa Melech. This must be so. But the Alpia Dibur is the sugar, is the sugar coating. It's the beautiful way that Hashem did it. That Hashem told him, go, it'll be wonderful, it'll be good, you're going to see your son, you're going to be sustained in the land, I'll be with you. And 
Hashem accomplished what he needed to accomplish with Yaakov to bring him down to Mitzrayim. But instead of doing it in a painful way, Hashem did it in a beautiful way. And again, I'm going to say it, and of course, Klaus Rell are currently all in pain, all hurting for our brothers who have either been made sick or chas v'shalom have been nifter from this terrible disease that is broken out. But taking it within the context, in the entirety of Eretz Yisrael, we have uh, something in the neighborhood of 60 cases that people have been nifter. Uh, even in America, even in the New York area, you're talking about less than one in 3,000 people. Compared to the types of situations that used to be, where people were were terrified, where uh, whether it be a cholera outbreak in Vilna or the Spanish flu, where entire populations were 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 were, were being annihilated, destroyed. Uh, Baruch Hashem, we're 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 chased. Hashem chased us in to our homes, into our inner chambers of our hearts to make us contemplate, think about who we are, what we're what we are, what we're doing, what we're trying to do with our lives. Stop your work. Stop. Stop your running. Stop your even stop your going to shul, stop your going to the base midrash. Stop. Go inside, close the door. Think. Turn inside. Find your true self. That's what's going to bring the geula. That's what the Ramchal told us. And so instead of doing it in Chas Shalom through terrible, terrible plagues, there's this there's this uh, situation that where, where entire countries are on lockdown, we're all given an opportunity to think, and Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, where Rubem Kukulam are healthy and are safe, and we have an abundance of food, no one is starving in their homes, Baruch Hashem, everyone's going to have matzah, Baruch Hashem, to eat on Pesach, so, an opportunity to recognize that there's a decree from the Melech, but that decree is being, is being done in a way of, of love, and to appreciate that. Ma'at, they went down, they were few, Shivim Nefesh, Yardu Avuseinu, so just to say a quick word about the 70 souls that went down to Mitzrayim. The Rav Tzadika coin points out that we have the three Avos, we have the 12 Shvatim, and we have the 70 Nefoshes that, went, uh, that, uh, that, that finally ultimately went down to Mitzrayim. So he points out that that's the building blocks for the entire for the entire existence. The Hebrew alphabet with the Chav base osios with the twenty two letters that we know that Hashem created the entire world with those letters. Those letters are the building blocks of the entire world. Those letters, the Sefer Yitzir teaches, is divide up into the three Imohos, the twelve Pshutos, and the seven Kfulos. So the three. Emos, the three mother letters are 
Shin Alf Mem, the seven double letters are all the letters that have a Dagish in them, and then there's the twelve shoes. So the sort of Tzaddik says that the three uh, emos, the source letters, have to do with Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, the Twelve pshutos is the shvatim, and the seven kfulos, seven is the same as seventy. Seventy is just fully expressed, and they're coupled because the shivim nefesh that went down to Mitzrayim parallel. Chazal say that that's connected to the seventy nations of the world. So over here we have that we went down in this miniaturized version of paralleling the seventy nations of the world. And that's why they're kfulos. They're kfulos because the letter that's that's kaful. It means it could be with a dagish or without a dagish. It, it, it's it, it's it could be like this or it could be like that. I mean, there's a parallel, but it's different. And that's the that's the difference between the seventy uh, root souls that went down to Mitzrayim and the seventy nations of the world. Vayhi Sham Lagoy, that we were there as a nation, Malamisha, Yu Yisrael, Mitsuyanim Sham. And this is the schus, the fact that we stood out, that we were different, that we didn't we weren't looking to blend in, means that we were we were we were waiting. We knew we're not we don't belong here. We know we're waiting for a Geula, and that's Chus, we were saved from their Gadul Vaatsum. That is that we were we multiplied Verav, and we became big. So once you already say that Godel is big, and Otsum is powerful, you're talking about a nation, so you, it doesn't mean that the individual people grew to be big. I mean, Godel um, and Otsum doesn't mean, both of those don't mean that. One one of those must mean that there was many of them. So what's Verav, and, and, and increased? What is that extra? What is that extra thing? So the Balagada brings us a Pasuk. Like the Pasuk in Yechezkel say, says that Hashem planted us in the field but, but, uh, and, and, we, and we increased and we grew and we um, brought, uh, we, became, we became charming and then we developed um, Shaddai breasts and beautiful hair, but we were still naked. And Hashem passed by over there, and He saw us wallowing in our own in our own blood. And 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 uh, said to us that you're gonna be you're gonna be saved because of this. This mysterious nefesh that you're doing, you're gonna be saved because of this. So what are these what are what are these analogies? So the first of all, the step number one is that Hashem planted us. He Hashem planted us over there, and we grew, and 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 we and we were charming. That's all charming. The 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 gracefulness of a child that's that's so cute, that's so charming, that's so appealing. That's that says the morale represents the taharas haguf, the purity of the body. Then the next is there was a completion. You can have you have the 
purity of the body, but it does not yet doesn't hasn't filled that head doesn't have the extra uh, decorations, the extra parts, the 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 beautiful mane of hair, the the puberty features of womanhood. That is that's the extra with it's added. That's the fullness. So that that represents that we left ktanus ktanus katnus is a state of being undeveloped, unexpressed, and now we had a nation of six hundred thousand people. Like the Midrash says that we are a uh, uh, a full Hashem made us into a full nation. That there is nothing that we that we are lacking as a nation. We have our own kohanim. We have our own Talmud HaChavim. We have our own Melech. Everything we're commanded to have from our own. We don't need to import anything. We don't need to bring in others. We're a nation of 600,000. That 600,000 had in it every feature and every facet of what a nation needs to have, which means not only is the body itself pure, which means that the individuals are good and pure and uh, upstanding people, that they're going to be... They're going to be good building blocks for the nation, but also the nation has the trappings of completion. It has its leaders, it has its judges, it has its priests, it has its kings and rulers, the sarim. So that's that's the next level. But however, with all of that said, we were still naked. What does it mean that we were still naked? We were naked of the of the Torah and the mitzvahs. And the Torah and the mitzvahs is a beautiful analogy to clothing. Because no matter how beautiful a woman is, if she's outside in the, in the open, she's naked. It's like an animal. Even though there's there's even though maybe there's a beauty there's a, but it's all it's uh, without the honor, the covered, the way to express your inner beauty. There's no mechanism for me to to conduct myself in a royal fashion. If I, if I don't have clothing to allow that expression, right? A beautiful woman needs that clothing to help to bring across that regalness, that royalty, which is, which is an, an ability to express her beauty. Her beauty is best expressed this way because the beauty doesn't, the physical doesn't blind one from seeing the goodness inside of her. On the contrary, it facilitates it. So too with Klausel. As long as we didn't have Torah and mitzvahs, we have no we have no ability to express all these beautiful um, abilities that we have. We have a nation that the individuals are good individuals. That that that's like the equivalent of the body itself, the cells of the body. And that there's six hundred thousand cells, and they're all good, healthy, strong cells. This is a nation that could be a beautiful nation. And on top of that. It has all the shleimus, it has all the trappings of the judges and the and the king and the rulers and the priests. It has everything. It has all the different personalities that you might want, that you might need to have a successful nation. And yet, all of this does not have the ability to express itself, to convey its true beauty. Until we have the Torah and the Mitzvah. The Torah and the Mitzvah is what allows us, it what facilitates for us to become that beautiful bride who is ultimately going to be brought into the, into the, 
once brought to Harsinai, we're going to be dressed, we're going to be dressed in clothing and jewelry to bring out that beauty, and then finally brought to Eretz Yisrael, to Yerushalayim, to the base Hamikdash, to the to the chuppah that the Kala can un- can go under the chuppah in all of her glory and splendor, and be misyached with the chosen. Ashreinu matov that such a marshal, such an analogy should be said about us, about people who are bosser of Adam, who are flesh and blood, who are lacking, who who are who are imperfect, and yet we get to be compared to a kala, to the boreolum, to the perfection, to, to the one who cannot even be described as being perfect, because that would be to take away, to the. ultimate existence in every way and we are unified with that how wonderful it is to be Jewish and the Egyptians they did bad to us either they did bad to us or they they made us look like we were bad and they, they afflicted us. We'd mentioned before that there were three things that Kalasrael became Godel, Vaotsum, Varav. Three things. Big, strong, and numerous. The Rav, the multiplicity. The 600,000 people that we reached, the Godel is that each person became big and great, and the Atsum is that people became strong as a nation. So, what did the Mitzvah want to do? So, number one, they did, they, they were evil to us. Evil means opposition. Essential opposition, which is the opposite of being 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 that there should be many of us multiplicity, which like Paro says that uh, less that they pen yirbe, maybe they will increase even more in number. So they were so they so by by opposing this when you're in a foreign environment when you're in oppositional environment there's a hisnagdus. That itself will kind of, is meant to counteract the rebu, the multiplicity. Then we we had become godl, so they so they enacted the inuim. When you when you ma'ana when you when someone is afflicted, that diminishes their greatness. Like we spoke about before, the inu is an inu, a limitation of the soul's greatness. A person is supposed to be great. A person is supposed to be big, and so the inui prevents a person from being able to do that. And finally, the Otsu, we became strong. And so what did they do? They, they, they were Mishabadas. They came up with a plan how they would enslave us, how they would make us subservient, and that that would um, drain our strength. So again, we had, we had individual loftiness, individual greatness. That's Gadol. We had Otsu, we were strong. And we were, we, were mul- we had multiplicity. 
So against that, they came with measures to prevent our multiplicity. They came with measures to diminish our loftiness, our spiritual greatness. That's the Inui, the second one. And they came with measures to limit our physical strength through servitude. Those were the, that, that's what Paro says. Let us come. Let us be wise with them. Hava nishachma lo. Let us be wise. Let's figure out how we can counteract all three aspects of what's happening with the Israel. And that's why they go ahead and like the, the Balagada continues. So they afflicted us how? By making us build the Are Miskanos. Ari Miskanos, which was which was Pitom Ramses, like the like the Gemora in Sota says that what is the why are they called Miskanos? So Rav and Shmuel gave two interpretations, each one gave an interpretation. The one said, Shirishan, Rishan, Misroses, each one, each one um, rots, crumbles up by itself as you're building it, the thing crumbles. And the other one interpreted that it was Ramses, that it was, it was actually called Ramses, but, but why, but was the name Pitam, that the Pita home, the mouth of the abyss would open up and swallow it. And that means, the uh, Maral explains that that means two types of, of um, inappropriateness in their work. The work that they were doing was a work that either the mitzad itself, inside of it, inside and in itself, it was something that had no intrinsic place to exist. It had no permanence, it had no reality to it. And so it was rotting. Something that rots means that it, it, it won't last. Something if I, if I have a, I don't know, if I have a potato, it can last for four months out of the fridge. But if I if I have something that, that's that's gonna rot any moment now, it means that the thing is it, it's not around. It's not something that there is any continuity to it. Uh, alternatively, is that the mouth of the abyss would open up and swallow it. Means that it has no place in the world. Usually, for something to be, it has to have a mokum. It has to have a place. It has to fit in in one way or another, to reality. And here, this wouldn't fit into the reality. We've spoken with some of this with you. If we have Hamedin Yavin, if we have not, it's much too big of a topic to go into. But needless to say that this is the Inui, the Inui, the affliction of the soul, like we said, the diminution of their spiritual greatness, is being assigned to tasks that are not essentially lofty, essentially great tasks. Even if the Mitzrim thought they were really, really, really lofty, great tasks, but the but but if it's not something that the Jewish soul pines and yearns for, it's an affliction to the soul. It's going to drag him down. It's going to take away his greatness, his godless, and it's going to make it ever so bitterly painful for the soul to be in this world. When it's doing things that it knows that this is not why I'm here, that's the Inui that the Egyptians afflicted them with.
the next one is Vayit Noleim Avoda Kasha. That as that's the that's the that's the next one. That was the, that was to break our physical ability. We should not be able to to be strong. And as we said before, the the essential fact itself that they were evil towards us, they were oppositional towards us, they were against us. That itself was uh, a, con- a counter force against our multiplicity. Those are the three things that the Jewish people had great. Those are the three ways that the Mitzvah came against us. This holiday is a holiday of recognizing our own greatness. It's a holiday of recognizing who we really are, of liberating ourselves from a small vision, from a vision of not realizing who we are, thinking that we are uh, Avde Paro, we're servants of Paro, and not recognizing that we are Servants of the Borei Olam, we all be zocha to find inside of ourselves all this greatness that we talk about, the beauty, the, the Tahara Saguf, the beauty of full development, of having all the different aspects of greatness to us, and dressing all of that in the beautiful garments and the beautiful jewelry of Torah and mitzvahs, and may we be zocha to express that beauty underneath the chuppah in Yerushalayim, Ira Kodesh, Bimhirah.